are you doing, Super Scoreboard fans? This is Stephen Mill from the Big Scottish Football Podcast. If you like what you hear from this week's episode, you can subscribe to our very own channel by searching for the Big Scottish Football Podcast via your regular podcast provider. Or you can give us a follow on Twitter as well, at Big Football Scott. You can get us on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you again for taking the time to listen to our latest episode. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello and welcome to the Big Scottish Football Podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and him, Ewan Cameron. You all right? I'm very good, thank you so much. It was nice to see Hearts win 3-2 against St. Johnson. We'll get to that in just a second. It's also nice to see intern Callum back after a week's holiday. And what a Monday you returned to. I know, because intern Callum's a Dundee United fan. How did they get on at the weekend, Callum? (laughs) It's executive producer Callum, for a start. And secondly, I don't like Fulano. See, before we get to our very special guest this morning, Mm -hmm. um, I've written a song for Callum. Have you? I've written a song. Can I I sing it? Of course you can. No, yes, don't, I, yeah, I'm going to sing it. Do you know the song "All by Myself"? I do know that. Right, yeah. right. So I've I've written some uh, lyrics to the tune of that song. <laughs> Are you ready? Nope. When Callum was young, Dundee United were the ones, <laughs> and making love was just for fun. Well, those days are gone. <laughs> Living alone. Callum called all the friends he knows to talk about the nine that Celtic scored. Nobody was home. Callum was all by himself, crying all by himself. Do you know what? Um, Good job. Do you know the worst thing about that? He spent time to actually make that and he still thought it was a good idea after they made it. So I can only... I didn't know he was going to do that, Callum. I'm, I'm really, really sorry. Anyway. Can I get back to the lyrics in that song? When was making love just only for fun? F- just for fun? I think it's always been fun, is it not? Well, it, it depends what kind of marriage you're in, I suppose, you and I'm sure your wife might not think the same as you. And uh, <laughs> let's get back to it. Big Scottish Football Podcast. Stephen Mill, Ewan Cameron, intern Callum. Episodes out every Monday. Thank you to Mark Wilson, who was brilliant last week on the show. Absolute legend. And I'm sure lots of people have been looking at the mirror and just wondering, what, what colour is this mirror? Because Mark Wilson didn't provide an answer. Uh, we'll take a wee look back at all the weekend's action in Scottish football. We'll check in if Scottish football were a pub. And we'll also be joined by another special guest for the whole episode. Remember, you can get us on Twitter, at Big Football Scotland. We're on Instagram, on Facebook. Just search for the Big Football Podcast. You can subscribe in all your usual places. But let's get to today's special guest. He is head of sport at the Scottish Sun. And he is the OG Super Scoreboard pundit and possibly the biggest brain known to man. A please, a Big Scottish Football Podcast. Welcome to Roger, Hannah, Yay, everyone. It says in the wall outside, number one for Glasgow in the West. That's why I'm here, because you three are chuntering on about Hart, Dunfermline <laughs> and Dundee United. Listen, I thought I'd come into the wrong channel. No, no, no. Listen, but we'll get to all the good stuff. We'll get to the good did stuff. Did you anyway. replace Ian King is in, in, in charge at the Scottish Sun? Yes, I did. When did Ian King give it up? Is this he Ian? emigrated. Oh, no, he left the paper 2015. 2015 did he emigrate to Airdrie 
Emigrated first to Airdrie Then decided yes. it wasn't quite far enough away And then went to Canada He's not in Canada is he? Yes he's been in Canada for many years He's yes. in Canada yes, Is he still a football manager of sorts? Yeah he's coaching Right okay yep. right. He coaches a team in I think Halifax, Nova Scotia Of all places Oh very interesting Because Ian King used to work with me On the Real Radio football phone in I mean this is a record are, are, We're only three are, are minutes Are there other channels? In. Intern Callum Are there other channels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well Real Radio doesn't exist anymore Because you and obviously played a partner's downfall so um, <laughs> yeah, there's a warning there for us all exactly and, exactly. His, and his chat show that went into the ground oh, as well his, uh, STV2 chat yeah, show yeah, oh, I like thought I, I was the only one that remembered the Fountain Bridge show <laughs> the Fountain Bridge show Mate. right just to just to clarify for people who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Ewan was on the telly, but no, the real telly because it was STV Two. <laughs> and if you remember what STV Two was, think BBC Scotland, but even worse. Yes. And fewer people watched it, right? Correct. And, and it was had... filmed on a Nokia Eight One Zero. Yes, it was like North Korea television. Put it this way, Stephen, he's feeling intimidated because three people are watching him just now. <laughs> exactly. That's so how there bad was it was. STV Edinburgh and STV Glasgow, and I worked for STV Edinburgh and Roger. Hannah is correct. The show that I worked on was called the Fountain Bridge Show because it came out of Fountain Bridge. It was like the so, it was like the one show or something. It was, it? yeah, but uh, yeah. with no budget. No, no budget. But we're even better than the one show because well, that's absolute pants. That yeah, show. Well, well, it is. But you know, I mean, that's a that's a low bar that you're setting there. <laughs> if you're saying that yes. you're better than that. Anyway, we will go through all the weekend's action. Let's get to it then. And I don't know if you heard last week's episode, Roger. I know you're probably an avid fan of the podcast, but. Last week, we did the one-word review with Mark Wilson, okay? So, one word to describe each of the results in Scottish football. Are you ready for the challenge, Roger Hanna? Go for it, Steve. Okay, here we go then, right. One word, one word only, no repeats. Do you no, know what? He's a, like, Roger's a, a very intelligent journalist. He should know... That's what I say. He should know 21 words. Okay. Off the bat, just like that. Aberdeen 5, Livingston now. Penalty. Penalty. <gasps> oh, the penalty the decision that led to the, t- the yeah. sending off. Jack Fitzwater. Yeah. Tube. Kilmarnock 2, Motherwell 1. Needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rangers 4, Ross County 0. Dismissal. <sighs> oh, Jamie Sands. I mean, even you and you can't defend that. It was a sending off. Well, it, was a me, yellow, it was another yellow card. Let me do a Stephen Mill here because last week he tried to put himself in the shoes of Willie Collum after that Hibs Rangers debacle. So let me put myself in the shoes of Robertson, the referee at Ibrox. Mm-hmm. Could it be from his position that the Ross County attacker was the one who backed into Sands? And then when Sands is falling over, he pulls down the Ross County attacker. The, que- the only question we didn't answer, M- Malky Mackay said afterwards that Don Robertson had promised to call him mm-hmm. if he watched it and thought he'd made a mistake. All we need to know now is did Don Robertson call Malky Mackay? But that's not what I've just said. Do you <laughs> think there's an opportunity? or did you- I, I, I think you may have a point depending what view Don Robertson was getting maybe Don Robertson did get the view or, that you were looking or, at or could it be the second option here is that he was thinking it was six and one and half a dozen the two of them came together mm-hmm. and that John McLaughlin was going to get there first anyway mm, possible the bottom line is though he was wrong <laughs> <laughs> absolutely let's move on to St Mirren 1 Hibs now Aussie 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 Martin Boyle Keanu Bacchus The man who outshone 
Martin ah, Boyle okay. in the Battle of the Australia. He should have had a hat-trick, by the way, that boy. OK, let's move on to yesterday's scores. Hearts 3, St Johnston 2. Injuries. Oh, lots of injuries oh, for don't, Hearts. Don't. Lots of injuries. Liam Boyce on crutches. And there was one more score in the Scottish Premiership yesterday. No, it's nothing. It's not coming to me. It was... Uh, <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's, what's the German word for no... Nine Nine, that's it It was uh, was Dundee United nil Celtic Nine One word Roger Hanna Emergency Mm, Indeed Emergency (laughs) Right, Championship Hamilton won our both nil (laughs) Dick Dick (laughs) Oh yes (laughs) Furious with the ref for the penalty And the red card Inverness nil Greenick Morton won Bowie George Bowie Yes Greenick Morton fan Partick Thistle 2 Wraith Rovers 1 Kingsley Kingsley Now you're just saying things Related P- to Partick Thistle Picture before the game Cuddling The Wraith Rovers goalie Jamie McDonald Clearly A tactic to put him off his game Yes okay. And it worked And Queen, it worked and Queen's Park 2 Cove Rangers 1 Promotion Do you think so? Mm. Well Of the two who came up together who uh-huh. were promoted Yes They look more likely Don't they Cover bomb Point off the top Pretty much Yeah second bomb Are Queen's Park your bet Bit of money No No. I, I took Partick to come up Did no. you Because Air United 3 Dundee 1 Depo <laughs> <laughs> Where's this come from Roger Hanna Depo Akinyemi No I don't he, mean I don't know how specific I mean this Air This, this, this run of form I, 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 I'm quite surprised By it all mm-hmm. Pleasantly Because yep. Pre-season, nah, meh. Premier Sports Cup group stage, terrible. The squad on paper didn't look any stronger than the one that survived in the last day of each of the last two seasons. But somehow, they look inspired. I don't know whether you saw it in the telly on Friday night. Mm-hmm. The first one came off some part of his body. Mm-hmm. But then the tee up for Jordan Houston's second goal and the finish for his own third goal... I think he'll get 20 goals this season But well, we all predicted They'd get relegated So they're likely to win it all I, I actually predicted Morton so For relegation I mean They're currently fourth or something So I mean That's not going and very Morton well And Morton air this Saturday Morton air this Saturday Of course Right Let's move down on to League 1 Aloha 5 Peterhead now Prince Prince As Wade in Peterhead's new signing Prince Anorasari Okay. In the front of our goals pull out in the summer <laughs> Gave him the big build up It was Prince in the revolution Because Jim McAnally's bringing in three players from overseas This was the start of the revolution Peter Head were going to get up off the bottom of the league Inspired by Prince And they lost 5-0 at the end of John Yeah, they got hammered You're showing us up here by the way With your knowledge of lower league football It's tremendous I'm enjoying this so far Dunfermline 1, Airdrie 1 mm. Oh, I saw the goal that was disallowed mm. Mm. Disallowed Yes that's a great <laughs> word okay. Why Why was that disallowed for Dunfermline The ref thought there had been a push on the keeper Where and Where There wasn't I mean it's funny that you didn't get the winner Because I could slag you off about it But I've, I've watched it back and I can't see any push I think Dunfermline are Probably a striker away From winning the league I think we won't be far away at all Because even Saturday I know Airdrie by all accounts played pretty well as well But you know, we should have won. Oh, you should have won it. If you look at the stats, you should have won yeah. it. Yeah, and obviously the dislike goal yes. as well. Falkirk 3, Queen of the South 1. Wally. Wally. Oh, Wally Collum. Was Wally it? Gibson. Wally Gibson. Because he got the job. Yeah. 
to get Queen of the South straight back up. Mm. They are closer to the relegation playoff place than they are the promotion playoffs. Mm-hmm. They lost at a Falkirk side that hasn't really set the heather alight. Oh, yeah. and they, they've what, won two or three what, in a row now. What happens it? next? They go to Ibrox in the cup oh. tomorrow night. And they played on Fairmont next Saturday as well at Palmerston. FC Edinburgh 2, Clyde nil. Capital. C- Capital. New That's name. Oh, yes. New look. Mm-hmm. Came up through the playoffs, having not really convinced last season. And Alan Mabry, a former hero of mm. Ewan Cameron's. Yes. yes. He's doing a very good job in the capital. Yes, he is. They're doing a very, very He's a lovely guy, job. by the way, Alan Mabry. Interviewed him many years ago. Lovely guy. Do you know Alan Mabry? Roger. He was in that Leeds United team that went to the Champions so League semi final. So he did. Not many FC Edinburgh managers get to the Champions <laughs> League semi final. No, they don't. I think he's probably the first one, to be honest with you. Yeah, yes. I couldn't say for certain. Montrose 3, Kelty Hearts 0. Post match. Are we going hyphenated words? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You'll like this because you do all this post match nonsense at Dunfermline. Have you seen the filler? On Montrose TV Who does the post-match interviews Somebody sent me a link to it on Saturday and What I, is it? I haven't watched it yet It so. makes Stephen Mulhern look low-key <laughs> <laughs> he? And he still gets more viewers Than the Fountain Bridge show ever <laughs> Again, that, that's no hard right? no. So we need to check out the post-match interviews for Montrose Yes oh, Right, okay That's a recommendation from Roger Hanna Right, finally League 2 Albion Rovers 2 Annan 2 Late It was late Very late Very yes. late, yes Two Very late yeah. mm-hmm. Bonnie Rig Rose 1 Still in Albion now mm-hmm. Horn Horn? Robbie Horn Robbie Horn Challenged the players They lost lost the week before To Albion Rovers Which is the first setback They'd had Since coming into the SPFL And I quite like his style Because he didn't like To sugarcoat it at all He just said Well we're rubbish Mm -hmm. We need a day better than that Well They did on Saturday 1-1 now Dumbarton 2 Elgin City 1 Perfect A perfect start for Dumbarton 5 from 5 Is that 5 wins of 5 for them? I think it's the best start in the history I think it's the first time They've done it you and yeah Brilliant it's only it's only them in Celtic still hundred percent record in the UK. No, oh, in Arsenal have as well written in off. Scotland. In Scotland, for we, for we, 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 we don't speak about English football. Intern Callum will tell you we got a row for this. Callers have called in far too much focus on English football in the station. Is there really? Yeah, they get quite upset. They're quite particular. It's almost like old firm fans are too sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't expect any chat tonight about Bournemouth losing nine 0 I know Because no, I mean, nobody else Lost 9-0 this weekend so Oh on. no Dundee United Dundee United, Dundee United yeah. uh, 4 for one Stenhouse Muir 2 Loons 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 as in because you're a loon the 4 for fans Aren't happy So they're loony I know one well, Not happy The loons He it? had big ambitions Of going up this season And now fears They're going to have to Cling on to their SPFL status um, by their oof. fingertips, and this these things can happen in Angus. I, I remember <laughs> another famous team from Angus who were mainstays in the SPFL. Mm-hmm. Somehow managed to get them so relegated. Poor old Breakin. If only we knew someone who was involved in that. Mm. Who's involved with that? I think mm. definitely not been a guest on this 
podcast last no. week. No. No, not coming to me at all. Um, is he in Tenerife just now? He is. He is yeah. in Tenerife. Although breaking our top of the Highland League, I noticed, with a perfect start to the season. So yep. there you go. Yep. And the final one. You have absolutely cruised this, Roger. Mark Wilson ran out of words about 14 games ago. <laughs> Stranraer 2, East 5 2. Baldy. Baldy. Baldy, as in like Bobo Baldy. As in Stevie Crawford's got a Baldy Same head. spelling. Same spelling. Joe Baldy. Joe Baldy. On loan from Hibs, tearing it up with East Fife and helped them rescue a late point at Stranraer at the weekend. Go Baldy. That was very impressive. I think a round of applause for Roger. That, that was, was amazing. amazing. Your, your knowledge of all of Scottish football is outstanding, my friend. I now know why you replaced Ian King as head of the <laughs> sport pages at the Scottish Sun. Congratulations to you. And because I had my doubts when you first came in. Yeah, but you've pr- m- many people did. Yeah, you've proved me wrong, yeah, mate. You've yeah. proved me wrong. And I'm going to be taking Roger on at Beat the Pundit a little bit later on. So. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Right, you can get us anytime at Big Football Scott. That is our Twitter page. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram as well. Let's get to a couple of the big talking points of the weekend. I know we briefly covered them there, um, but. We have to start, obviously, yesterday with uh, Celtic destroying Dundee United by nine goals to hell. Intern Callum, you didn't see the game. Uh, it's all wee bits of it. Wee bits of it, because yeah. you were at Stag do at the weekend. Why do you sound so down, mate? Is it because you've conceded 24 goals in four games? Or you still hung over from the weekend? It's a combination of all of those things. Yeah. yeah. Because you got rather angry with Stephen and I updating the WhatsApp group page with the score results. It, it, yeah. There was a goal every sort of 15 minutes. So yeah. Fairly well, regular. Yeah, it's pretty consistent. Yeah. Um, we're really good at conceding. Yeah. To our credit. <laughs> we're very good at that. The reason you were bothering me is because I don't need you to update me with the score because... <laughs> There's several other ways that I can figure that out. So you going, oh, that's four. <laughs> does absolutely nothing for me. Can I ask you a question about Dundee United? Yeah. As a Dundee United fan, mm-hmm. Jack Ross, does he stay or does he go? My, you know, can I read what my dad sent me in a WhatsApp message? Go on, I'd love you to read what your, your dad, dad said. Your dad's a wise man. He's yeah. a very middle class man. Yeah. And he put it perfectly. Go so on. let me read what Jed Bell wrote. We had a few beers in the fish after the game and the unanimous consensus was all credibility has gone. And if Jed Bell's saying that, you need to go. What are you hearing, Roger Hanna, head of Sun Sport? Well, I did have a little chuckle yesterday. Another presenter from another channel, Jonathan Sutherland, mm-hmm. tweeted, no manager survives a 9-0. And a boy replied to him, Scott Parker did. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, so did Hassan Hootel so, at Southampton. So, so did Ralph Hassan Hootel. Yes. Yeah. So it really come down to Mark Ogren, who probably woke up yesterday morning nice and early in the States to tune in to the football, but only turned it off before he had his um, pancakes. Yes. Um, yeah, how many managers can they turn over? You know, prior to Jack, Tam Courts, 12 months. Prior to that, Mickey Mellon, 12 months. Yeah. Prior to that, Robbie Nielsen, 12 months. Eventually, the penny might drop some of it. Maybe the, that managerial role isn't the problem at the football club. You know, maybe there's something else there behind the scenes so what, you're, so what you're saying is stick with Jack Ross even after a 9-0 drubbing and conceding 24 goals in 4 games that's very harsh it's 23 23 then um, yeah I think they should stick with them just stick now. with they've them got games, they've got a couple of big games coming up they go to Livingston on Wednesday night in the League Cup in the last 16 um, and then they go to Motherwell on Saturday then it's the, the Hibs after that then it's the Hibs after yeah. that so no offence to anyone but that's a list of games that 
for Dundee United, you should be taking points. You know, you should be getting through against a chance of getting through against Livingston, a chance of points against Motherwell and Hibs. Now, if they lose those three games, three nil, four nil, or five nil, then I think it becomes all. Well, I don't think he survives if he loses against Livingston on Wednesday. You may, you may well I think in. Thursday morning he'll be out the door. Well I've right. seen a lot of chat over the last twenty four hours since that result that Jack Ross is a bit of a media darling now. You have worked in papers for years, Ewan. You mm. have uh, been around a lot longer than I have. Yep. Um, I've been around the past sort of decade or so. Do the Scottish media have their darlings? Roger of course Hanna? they do. Yeah, I think they probably do, but I'm not 100% sure Jack is. And I only really say that in the last two or three weeks, he's got himself involved in a couple of live on air, I wouldn't say disagreements, but. Um, Spats. Wars of words mm -hmm. With interviewers So you know It's not all Sweetness and light at all he's, I think he's a decent guy Jack Ross I think he's a decent manager I mean Who, who would you add I'm asking the wrong man here Ewan But if you were a Hibernian fan I would have wanted Jack Ross to stay Yeah exactly uh, You know I think I was know, I was actually dismayed When they got rid of him I couldn't understand Why they got rid of him After the season that he'd had Exactly so I think he's a good manager I think it's Difficult to ask a manager Many games has he had Callum in charge of the football club Half a dozen Yeah tops Yeah, yeah. So you know, Yeah how, but how Jed he... thinks he should go I know well. Callum's dad The final say Yeah The Yoda He's, he's, <laughs> he's Yoda. about the same height as him as well. <laughs> So he thinks Jack Ross Sounds should be ideal away. for the back four at <laughs> <laughs> Do you think um, I mean Let's move it on a wee bit Celtic were playing a different Ball game Yeah to Dundee United yesterday They were so 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 far in front But the spaces were there They, they weren't were, closing them down But guys like Kyogo uh, Jota yeah. You know Just on an absolutely Different planet To what Dundee United have And obviously There's metagame circumstances To the fact that You know Dundee United are at rock bottom You know Their confidence is through the floor But Celtic were absolutely Sensational yesterday Yeah um, And you can You know You can Describe it a bit like Liverpool were on Saturday against Bournemouth. Liverpool are a million miles ahead of Bournemouth in terms of investment, in terms of quality of player. And if everything clicks for a Liverpool on the day that nothing clicks for Bournemouth, that mm. kind of thing can happen. And it was the same yesterday. Dundee United are as low as Dundee United can possibly get at the minute. Yeah. And Celtic, they hit their straps yesterday. That was as good as Celtic have been. I've got a question for you, Ewan Cameron. Has the gulf between Celtic and Rangers and the rest of the league ever been bigger? Well, time will tell. Still early on in the season. Hearts only five points behind the top league, so I'm not giving up on that one yet. <laughs> what, are you laughing? <laughs> why, why not? I, I would. Why not? And we, we all said at the start of the season, was there a chance that Hearts could close the gap on the old firm? We all said possibly... The likelihood is that won't. I I, I, a likelihood is that will not happen. I think Celtic and Rangers, the league title will be decided between them two and the Old Firm games. Ultimately, there might be a draw here, there, and everywhere, like maybe a Pataudry or a Tynecastle or an Easter Road, like what happened last week. But I think it's back to where it was in the nineties and the noughties with Celtic and Rangers. I really do. Do you agree with that, Roger? Yeah, there, there were, that's probably a good. Time frame to discuss you, and because there were times, you know, when Dick Advocate yeah. was the Rangers manager, then Martin O'Neill yeah. came in at Celtic, and you, you know, Celtic were going to Pitodry and winning five and six yeah. nil. And you know, I remember Rangers talk about Rangers last weekend with nine men at Easter Road. I remember Rangers going to Tynecastle with nine men That's and winning. Right. Remember, yeah. Rangers winning a cup final with nine men. Yeah. So there have been periods in the past where 
There has been an enormous gap. I think it closed for a period of time, but I think you're right. I think it is widening again. It closed when it closed when Rangers were demoted to third division, but as they've just got better and better with each season, the gulf has got wider and wider. And I think this could be a record-breaking season in regards to the old firm just striding ahead of everybody else. I think Hearts will be comfortably in third, and it'll be a battle between the rest for fourth and relegation. Is that a good thing? I, I, well, the, the money and the gulf between the sides is going to grow ever bigger because of the Champions League. I mean, both Celtic and Rangers are 30 million plus in revenue coming into the clubs and that will only strengthen. They're going to strengthen again before the transfer window closes. I, I think that's definitely going to happen. And then I think, if I'm right, Roger, the winner of this year's league goes automatically into the group stages again next yeah, year. So, yeah. so, And then the team in second will get another bite of the cherry through a playoff. So they could be 70, 80, 90 million over two years in the black mm-hmm. because that, of Champions League football. We dis- I agree with all of that. We discuss this as if this is a unique situation, as if Scotland's in a unique situation. Look around Europe at the minute and the Champions League money has created this in almost every country. You know, there's Ajax and PSV in Holland. Mm-hmm. There's Benfica and Porto in yeah. Portugal that are doing it. Bayern Munich have actually done it themselves they've just run away from everyone else in Germany you know at least here we've got two teams fighting for the title the only question in Germany is how many points are Bayern going to win it with PSG in France have won it every year bar one for about a decade when they won it two years ago yeah yeah Yeah. so you know it's not I understand the point everyone makes I understand the anguish of non-old firm fans but these are the sort of behemoths that the Champions League money has created in domestic leagues right a couple other things for the weekend Uh, obviously the Rangers red card we've sort of covered that Um, I don't want to delve back into the Celtic versus Rangers thing as well what are Hibs playing at what are Hibs playing at they seem to be having an absolute nightmare and if it weren't for a couple of last minute equalisers it would have been even worse well the manager agreed with a heckler post-match who Mm -hmm. said your team's brutal <laughs> And he said Yes I know So um, As the kids would say The optics Aren't great uh, They have collected Five points this season All of which were secured In about the 93rd minute mm-hmm. A all, winner all five. Perth, Yeah A draw against yeah, Hearts right. A yeah, draw right against here. Rangers If football finished at 90 minutes They would have no points And they would be bottom of the league um, It's not going the way Lee Johnson would have hoped Right, so when it comes to the, the sack race, Lee Johnson, Jack Ross, who's first to go? Because one of them are going to go if this continues. I don't think Lee Johnson is at risk quite just now. Fans he, are turning. Yeah, I think... They he, are. I think he would have been at risk had it not been for the 93rd minute or 97th minute heroics against Hearts and Rangers. Both at Easter Road, sent the fans home... Happy with a point But, but Hearts like. pummeled them And should have been 4-0 up Absolutely Listen I, I, And the Hibs fans are no daft They you, can see that They got lucky any argument. They got lucky And I thought they got pummeled but Against St Mirren And St Mirren should have won that 4-0 If we have the argument About the, the intern Callum And the Don't you start The, <laughs> the, the Tam Courts And the Mickey the Jack, Mellons yeah, yeah. And the Robbie Nielsens the, the guy in before Lee Johnson You know There have been people Filling vending machines Who were in Easter Road Longer than Sean Maloney <laughs> So they can't get rid of Jack Ross and Sean Maloney and Lee Johnson. I mean, you would think the American owners of these clubs didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> so true. You know, I, I heard uh, that the Hibs players have been in for training every single Sunday 
Um, obviously, barring the, the days that they've been playing on a Sunday, they've been in the following day. Um, but their manager hasn't been in for training, and I think that's causing some slight division in between the. So he's enjoying his Sunday, and, and the players are in training. And the players are in training. Who's so. your Who's your mole? Uh, I've, I've got my sources. So I've you've just given Roger Hanna a story there. He's now going to investigate this. He's like, and there's going to be like a back page story in the Sun tomorrow. Just texting the Sun sports desk as we press. <laughs> that uh, Lee Johnson tells the players to come in for training. He himself is not there because he's enjoying his day off. Well, I, I believe that Lee Johnson quite hasn't made the move. To Edinburgh yet? Is he moved back down the road then uh, after so, the game on a Saturday? So yeah, I'll I'll leave that with you. Um, any other business for the Premiership? Anything else nah. that caught your eye at the weekend? Are we all good to move on? We're all right. good to move on. One yes. final question: Are United going to win the Championship? Have they got a chance? It looks as if they've got a chance. Somebody, <laughs> the, the comparison, the comparison at the weekend. There's you lost and, all credibility, Roger. <laughs> yeah, we're going back to Dick again. Yeah, but. The comparison at the weekend was Look what Arbroath did last season No one expected Arbroath to do it I don't think the championship is super strong There's Mm -hmm. no heavy weight in it This season as there have been for the last Five or six or seven or eight years And now United are definitely not one of those heavyweights So you're in dreamland mate Enjoy it while it lasts But you'll be fighting relegation come the end of the season And that's a fact Happy birthday to Steve Clark today It's his birthday What's your favourite Steve Clark moment that you've had? Roger Hanna um, I'm not talking about football matches like the, the Serbia game that you've been speaking to him. No, when I was speaking to him directly, I think my favourite Steve Clark moment would have to be when he grabbed a microphone Delia Smith style yes. and went out onto the pitch at Rugby Park yes. and was waving bye-bye to the Rangers fans and very quickly thought, well, I better say bye-bye so <laughs> as well. Yes. And Kilmarnock uh, were on the crest of a wave. They were going to sweep Scottish football before them. Then Steve Clark left. They lost to a team of Welsh part-timers. Aye. They were relegated. Yeah. And the only people that wave bye-bye to were the Kelly fans who stopped going. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, my favourite Steve Clark memories, I interviewed him and uh, we ended up talking about Homes Under the Hammer in the interview and he's a massive fan of the BBC One morning programme, Homes Under the Hammer. I have it recorded so I can watch it when I go home after this. It's a great show. It's a great show. Right, anyway, uh, let's move on and you're listening to the Big Scottish Football Podcast. The Big Scottish Football Podcast Told you With Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron Right, last week you were asked in the last episode Which footballers, managers, referees, pundits would feature If Scottish football were a pub Some brilliant suggestions If you've got any thoughts, Roger Hanna Anything coming up Then please do just Jump in Jump in Think about it But I'm going to read out a list And you are going to pick the winner Okay, so Let's start with my mate Kirk if you have a pub, you need a landlord. So you would obviously have Peggy Mitchell van der Gag. <laughs> very good. Or Al Murray Davidson, the pub landlord. <laughs> yeah, like I thought it was very good. Um, James Tavern. Nah, I'm not having that. That's from Ronnie. Uh, D. Hughes, Stephen O'Donnell. Yes! Like that. Like that. that. Uh, David McClay, Xander Diamond White, which is good. White. Do you know, I've never drank Diamond White in my life. I used to be able to get a two-litre bottle for a pound, so yeah. I have drank it. When I was uh, growing up, it was Woodpecker Cider. Do you remember that, Roger? We were about the same I age. Do Mary Down as well. Yes. What, yes. Was, what was your first drink ever? It was Woodpecker Cider. Oh, no, 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 I lie. I stole Advocat from my granny's cupboard. Advocat, yeah. Do you remember Advocat? That thick yellowy cr- stuff. Christmas mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. yeah. Make a wee snowball with it, did you? Yes, exactly. There yes. you go. Aye. 
I'm presuming West of Scotland I'm presuming it must have been a can of tenants lager can of super tenants something like that uh, Mojito Johnson from Mark Gavin Mojito who's Mojito Johnson Mo Johnson Mo Johnson oh Mo Johnson. Yeah, okay I don't know uh, a few good ones from Andrew O'Brien Jan Venninger of Have a Drink <laughs> I think is very good uh, George Belhaven Best yes. uh, Lewis Captain Morgans uh, all very good uh, Michael Montagnani uh, Aaron Ramsey Aaron Ramsey brilliant there we are uh, Brandy Halliday Andy Halliday is in every single week every week Brandy Halliday he finds a way yeah, he, he does, does find a way uh, Henning Copperberg Henningberg yeah Skull Bamba <laughs> <laughs> I think that's very good uh, Magnus Hedman uh, That's from George Burns <laughs> uh, I can't even say that one To be honest with you So I'm going to miss that one out uh, Jonathan Moore Who also works at The Sun One yes. of your colleagues He says Old fashioned Sakala Old fashioned Sakala I don't get that An old fashioned It's a whiskey cocktail isn't it? Correct, like yeah. What is it? A whiskey cocktail uh, An old fashioned Well I know what a cocktail is But what's in it It's whiskey, whiskey and what whiskey. else Yeah I know I don't know Orange peel There's an orange peel In a whiskey cocktail Yeah And so that's I'm... all it is Oh, well, so we'll, see, we'll, see, we'll see when you read something out like that, right? This and nobody not, knows what it is. Then surely do your research. No, this, is, this is my life. Right. Um, do your research, for right? For the second time, I'm now texting the Scottish Sun Sports Press <laughs> to ask Jonathan what is in an old fashioned. <laughs> Hello to Bailey as well. Swally McCoy straight in there. Uh, Neil Lemoncello. Uh, Martini O'Neill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Glasgow Titans FC. Ange. Pissed in a clog loo. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> uh, Derek McGuinness, uh, Peter Grants as well, Shandy Gorham, uh, Sergio Peroni, uh, and Vino Gattuso from nah. Smiley Face. And well. pissed the Congolo clog loo. What are you going for, Roger Hannah? Well, I, I, I was hoping one of the Highlanders would have come in with Jordan White and Billy Mackay. Yeah, of course, yeah. You see, but uh, then I'd, too lo- obvious, I'd love to give it to Brandy Halliday given he's on the phone in with us tonight, but. I have to go with Jan Venninger of Haslam Have a Drink. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's good as well, Jan yeah. Venninger of Have a Drink, so well done to Andy O'Brien. I did like Skull Bamba. I did think that was good as well. Right, next week's episode, we want your suggestions for if Scottish football were a restaurant. For a example. restaurant? Yes. Thomas Buffy, for example. Fernando's Rickson. Yes, exactly. Fernando's. Nando's. Oh, Nando's. Uh, we could have Nosh McKinley. <laughs> 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 which could uh, apply to a few one of these uh, so at Big Football Scott uh, get your examples in there for next week's episode uh, but we are delighted that we are joined myself Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron by Roger Hanna today and it's great to have you on so it's a Roger Hanna bonanza that we're having <laughs> You are the head of sport at the Scottish Sun, also a seasoned Super Scoreboard partner. How long have you done Super Scoreboard for? Oh, it must be about, tw- thinking about 12 years. 12 years. Wow. Yeah. Right, Roger Hanna, we are going to have some quick-fire questions. So you and Cameron has them. Let's get the wee music on and we'll crack on. So Here questions. we go. It's the Roger Hanna Bonanza quick-fire round. Roger, biggest exclusive you've ever had? A four six zero before the Czech Republic game. Oh, did you have that? Mm-hmm. We had the team. Biggest name interview. Oh, everybody will say about Sir Alex. Sir Alex, is the opposite of opposite the same or the opposite? The same. I've got no idea, so I'll just go with what you say. <laughs> Tea or coffee? 
coffee all day long. Who'll win the World Cup? Oh, that's a great question. Who will win the World Cup? I'm going I'll Argentina, like, by the way. I like that. Um, I think Messi's here. I'm going to go France to retain it. I, I think, think so. I think if France turn up, their squad and team is ridiculous. Well, Argentina... If they don't are, turn up, there's an awful lot of... By the, by the way... Group, well, sometimes they don't. Yeah, see, Argentina, they won the Copa America with Messi. Mm. I think it's written in the stars. They've got a good squad and a good team. I think it's their year. Okay. Um, Favourite James Bond? Oh, Sean Connery. He's the worst. No, he's not. He's he's actually the second worst. George Lazenby's the worst. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a particularly good actor. I like Roger Moore. I like Roger Moore. It's a bit cheesy, but um, I wasn't were, a fan were of Sean Were you named after one. Roger Moore? No. No. Roger Rabbit. Oh, I was long before Roger Rabbit. He was named after me. <laughs> First single you ever bought? First single I ever bought was a song called January by a band called Pilot. January. There you go. Sick and tired, you'll be hanging on me. Yeah, that's good song, that. <laughs> you're it's old. It's as if they're back in the room. Me, you're, <laughs> you're quite old, aren't you? If you're buying that, that was I like... I think as you said, I think I'm about the same age as you. Okay. 42. Um, what, what about the uh, first album you bought? Oh, the first album I bought might have been Dare by Human League. Oh, it's a good album. Early 80s. Uh, why does the Easter bunny bring eggs at Easter when rabbits don't lay eggs? Mm, because we like chocolate. <laughs> good answer. I mean, I, I genuinely don't know the answer no, to that no. question. Uh, what would be your final meal? This is it, Roger Hanna. Your final meal, what, what are you having? What would be my final meal? That's a good question. I think it would have to be a nice steak, chips, pepper sauce. A wheel of pepper, peppercorn sauce, yeah. 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 See, I like garlic butter. A blob of garlic butter on my steak for it to run nah, all the way around. Pepper it. sauce is where it's at, I'm afraid. Okay. Um, Air United winning the league or Scotland qualifying for the Euros? Air United winning the league because I started going with my father in 1981. I've never seen them in the top flight. I have seen Scotland at major finals. Traitor. Selfish. <laughs> a really selfish answer. Really That's selfish. selfish. You're not thinking what is best for a nation. You're thinking of your own selfish reasons for a club that's got three fans and a dug. That's very, very harsh. My mate's the chairman. He'd be very happy. <laughs> uh, curtains or blinds? Oh, I'm trying to get around the rooms in my house now. <laughs> Mrs. Hannah will be shouting at the radio. Um, probably blind. Blind. And finally, has Roger Hannah ever had a moustache? Yes. You did? Yes, I did. When I did, did you have the moustache? The first ever November. And how did it look? Terrible. <laughs> uh, uh, it came in really odd colours. I think you'd look a wee bit like Boyce if you had a moustache. Mm-hmm. You know, from Only Fools and Horses? Yes, uh-huh. Or maybe like a porn star. Boise. Boise. Marlene. Marlene. Marlene, the bloody dunk. Uh, right, okay, so the moustache is not getting brought back. No. The moustache is no, no. Okay, right. Not uh, even by on a, on a slightly more serious note, Roger Hannah, um, over the last sort of, I don't know, like 10, 15 years, what do you make of the rise of fan media and podcasts and... You know, fan media being allowed in press conferences and stuff like that as well. You're obviously a traditional paper man. Um, how do you how do you deal with that? And do you think it's a good thing overall? People ask me this question all the time, mm-hmm. and everyone expects me to say it's a terrible thing. Go and buy a newspaper. It's the death of media. This fan media thing, and it's not. It's like anything else. It's about choice. Mm-hmm. People can 
absorb the news or absorb features or absorb chat like this on whatever platform they like. Now, are I you not threatened up, by it? Not in the slightest. I, no. grew, I grew up reading papers as you would. Yeah. Because at that stage, there wasn't a lot of football, live football on television in a midweek. And you could maybe get a sort of grainy Radio Scotland listening to Hearts versus Hibs. Or yeah. The, but you effectively had to go and get the paper in the morning to find out what all the scores were and what was happening and what the table was and this. And I grew up with that and that was great. And nowadays, kids do it differently. I mean, my, I've got kids at 21 and 18 who will never buy a newspaper. But they still absorb what we are putting out through, you know, the Sun's website or... Yeah. The Sun's Twitter page Or the Sun's Facebook page And that sort of thing And it's the same with, with fan media There are people who prefer There'll be Jambos fans Who will prefer Maybe the Jambos kickback Yeah Or they'll prefer Hibs.net you know, Hibs.net Follow net, follow or, or a low You know a, Their own podcast There's loads of these You know Celtic and Angels Celtic minded and Arts, All that stuff All that kind of yeah. podcast If that's how they want to take You know Absorb the news about their But club, that's, that's, that's you That's fine. you Roger But I know quite a few in the media who are not happy that fans were getting access to managers but, well, and that fans were getting access to new signings well, and doing interviews and putting the interviews out before a paper got them or before a TV channel but, got them. The way, the way I look at it, Ewan, is that it's like a party at your house. Now, I might want to go to the party at your house, mm. but, but I might not get an invitation. And there are other people in the party that I might think, why is he in that party and, and I'm, I'm not, not in there. that party? Mm-hmm. But... It's your party, so you decide. And it's the same with the clubs. If the clubs want to invite fan media in, then great. Can I ask you then, Roger, with everything you've just said there, and you're very accepting of it, and you know it's a changing world, when it comes to the actual print media in regards to having a physical piece of paper in front of you that says the Scottish Sun on it, how long will that continue? Because as you say, the digital age is as popular now as it ever has been, and a lot of the stuff that you may get from your 20 to 30-year-olds are now clicking a button on a computer to go to the Sun website. Uh, absolutely. So but when does I, this paper form come to an end? I think it will certainly go, I'm 50, and it will certainly still be going by the time I shuffle off this mortal coil. You I, think so? I, so yeah, next year? So. Get, well, yeah. you <laughs> Get that steak and chips ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, but comment that yeah, no, no, I'm just, no. You're going to have to be quick with the next one. I'll run out of time. Right. Ewan's Eurovision is on. We have three Scottish teams in the group stages of European football and we have our very own Mystic Mug across here. So we'll start with your second team, Hearts. Um, they're in the Europa Conference League Group A alongside Istanbul... Basaksha here. Fiorentina and RFS. So, where are Hearts finishing in that group, Ewan Cameron? Mystic Third. Mug. Third. Third. Okay, that's fine. Let's move on to Rangers. They've been drawn in Champions League Group A alongside Liverpool, Ajax, and Napoli. How will they do, useless Geller? Rangers will finish second in that group, ahead of Napoli, unless they get Cristiano Ronaldo, who's been offered to them. And lastly, Celtic are in Champions League Group F Third. with European champions Real Madrid, RB Leipzig, and Shakhtar Donetsk. How will they finish? Derek Third. Pecora. <laughs> uh, third and the reason I think Celtic have, have got no sorry the reason I think the Rangers have got a great chance of finishing second because of their European experience and what they did last year what they did against PSV Eindhoven they're a very good European side who know how to get the job done when needed where Celtic don't have that experience but I think minimum third for Celtic Europa League 
and Rangers have got a slight chance of finishing second. There he goes, Mystic Mug. Eurovision by Ewan will continue throughout the season. We'll get some predictions as the matches come up as well. But let's move on finally to on Super Scoreboard midweek. There is a game called Beat the Pundit. It's just after seven o'clock every single day. Now, Roger Hanna is extremely good at this to the point he has to start on minus one. So I think, though, I think you and I would have a good match at Beat the Pundit. <sighs> Because I play it every single day with uh, producer Callum slash intern Callum in the office before it goes to air just to check the questions. I do very well, eh, Callum. Don't give me that face. No, listen, you're decent, but, you know, Roger's a heavyweight. Yeah, well, listen. It's time to show that I can be a heavyweight as well. So, you and Cameron, you have the questions. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go out the studio. Intern Callum will take over the pushing of the buttons and I'll be back in 30 seconds. So, on you go, lads. Are we ready, Intern Callum? Um, Beat the pundit Roger Hanna from the Scottish Sun How many Japanese players are currently signed for Celtic? Four Who is the last permanent Scottish manager of Rangers? Ali McCoy Sammy the Tammy is the mascot of which five club? Inferno Who currently wears number nine for Hearts? Shanklin Which SPFL team are nicknamed the Bully Way? Clyde Who won the Europa Conference League in May? Roma How many Scottish clubs has Bell Moshney played for? Who is only player in the Scotland's men's national team recent squad? Who's one of the top ten record cap holders? <sighs> Time's up. He's allowed to answer that. Yeah, yeah give him that. Oh. Recent squad. Who's one of the top ten record cap holders? I mean, hurry along. <laughs> Come on, hurry, 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 hurry. No, nah, we can't give him that. Nah, no, no, no. Okay, Gordon. Did you keep scoring that, Callum? Uh, yep. Okay, right. Give me a three, two, one. Three, two, one. <sighs> How many Japanese players are currently signed by Celtic? Four. Who is the last permanent Scottish manager of Rangers? Uh, Alan McCoyst. Sammy the Time is the mascot of which five club? Dunfermline. Who currently wears number nine for Hearts? Liam Boyce. Which SPFL team are nicknamed the Bully Wee? Clyde. Who won the Europa Conference League in May? Roma. How many Scottish clubs has Bill Moshney played for? Two. Who is the only player in the Scottish men's national team recent squad who's one of the top 10 record cap holders? Uh, Andy Robertson. So, intern <laughs> Callum has the result. Uh, absolutely. Blew it, I, blew, I blew it with the, the hearts question. Right. I blew it. Right, go through the answers. So, go. beat the pundit result. How many Japanese players are currently signed for Celtic? Intern four. Both got it. 1 0. Who is the last permanent Scottish manager of Rangers? Sally McCoyst. Both got it, 2 all. Sammy the Tammy is the mascot of which five club? Dunfermline, both got it, 3 all. Who currently wears the number nine for Hearts? <sighs> you said up. Liam Boyce. It's not Liam Boyce. And you 10. said Lauren Shankland. I don't think it's Lauren Shankland, is it? Do you is know what? It's Lauren Shankland, 4-3. Oh, no! And 4-3 to Roger, Roger. Hanna. Oh, no! Which SPL, SPFL team are nicknamed the Bully Wee? Clyde. Clyde, both got it, 5-4. Yeah. 5-4. Who won the Europa Conference League in May, Roger? You said? Roma. Stephen said Roma. Roma. Six five. Six five. How many Scottish clubs has Belil Belil Moshney played for? It's two. It's Rangers and Dundee United. Both got it. Both got it. <laughs> Seven six. <laughs> and this is a decider, really, for either a draw or a win for Roger Hanna. And, and before he tells you, uh-huh. I passed. Oh <laughs> Don't answer. <laughs> who is the only player in the Scotland men's national team recent squad who's one of the top ten record caps holders? You said Andy Robertson. Roger passed. And the answer is 
Uh, Craig Gordon. Craig oh, Gordon! No! Which means Roger that Roger Hannell wins it 7-6 and beat the oh. Pandits. Hey, listen, that was a good game, though. It was a good game. It was a brilliant game. Well How done. How many caps has Craig Gordon got? Uh, 70, I think. Yeah, was, I think he that's right. was he? Was he really? I didn't know Craig Gordon had as many caps as that, so there we are. We know that because you lost. Oh. <sighs> well. Well done, but Roger. If Roger was on minus one, it would have been a draw. Yep, he's not, though. You yeah. lost. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Right. Love that. That was good. That was good. Uh, right. Okay. So, Ewan, you got anything that you want to get off your chest? No, no. no I'm looking no. forward to the Champions League. I'm looking forward to Europa Conference League as well. It's good to see three clubs playing uh, group stage football in Europe. Will Can- you go? Um, I will go to some of the games, yes. And uh, the good thing about it, because I work on a Saturday, I can now go to every league game on a Sunday that Hearts play, which is brilliant. So I've got six games at home, at Tynecastle, at Hearts, which is fantastic. I mean, we do the show on a Saturday, you and I'm more than happy for you to go to the Hearts games. <laughs> <laughs> if they're playing on a Saturday, they better on the show. Hey, Roger Hanna, thank you very much for joining us. That has been very good. I've well done, it. Roger. Thanks for coming Pleasure, in. Jess. And thanks for handing me Mars when it came to beat the pundit. So... <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whichever podcast provider you use. This has been episode six of the Big Scottish Football Podcast. Thanks to our special guest, Roger Hanna, as I just said. Thank you to you and Cameron, and thank you to you for listening as well. Thanks for all your comments, all your questions, all your queries. Keep them coming in on at Big Football Scott, and we'll catch you again this time next week. You've been listening to the Big Scottish Football Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.